Hi, I'm Holly Cates, personal stylist and style coach extraordinaire. Hi, I'm Nolan Meter, celebrity stylist, shopping messiah, and accessory addict. We are the best friends that you never knew that you needed. We are the industry insiders and fashion's odd couple. In both of our everyday lives and at industry events, we see the best and unfortunately the worst in clothing and style. We are fashion partners in crime dedicated to stopping the most heinous of all fashion crimes on the street, the runways, and beyond. Join us as we take you inside our world, spilling the secrets of our experiences in the industry and inside our minds, judging people in the most loving way possible most of the time, and stopping <laughs> fashion criminals dead in their crocs. It's more important than just the do's and don'ts. Jump on the Hot Mess Express as we teach you how to be your best and most stylish self. Hey, 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 this is Fashion Crimes Podcast coming at you with a new solo mini series that is going to be some OG styling tips, recommendations, interviews with very influential fashion people, and as always, some fashion crimes. My name is Holly Cates, personal stylist, your favorite personal stylist, and the only Holly you need to know, and the only one, hopefully, that you do know. And the only one that you like. I mean, I don't like it when my friends have more than one Holly. I mean, I tolerate it, but I don't prefer it. So anyway, but whatever. I digress. So here we are. I have recently just gotten back from a podcast movement convention. Which was so fabulous and so beyond. It was like beyond, beyond. I mean, it, this was my first convention. I did not realize how fucking far I was going to have to walk. I mean, I could have worn my workout clothes and my Apple Watch to record my steps because damn, it was far. But I worked it out. I did it. Now, anyone who knows me knows that dropping me in the middle of a room full of strangers with permission to talk about myself for hours is like not a hard feat for me. What, like that's hard? I mean, I'm just saying. So I really enjoyed it. I mean, in all honesty. Now, I will tell you that I was warned that podcasters and podcast people in this particular industry can be referred to as like basement trolls. I mean, as far as their wardrobes are concerned. But I beg to differ. It was so many really cool people, like super, super friendly, very open to new relationships and networking. I mean, I had an amazing time. I mean, uh, may thing. Hopefully you tuned into the episode last week, which was what to pack and how to pack. But unfortunately, I mean, we just talked about my outfits and what I was bringing. But I will report to you that my outfits were a smashing success. I mean, I know that you were super worried. I mean, duh. I mean, I felt great. I felt like I looked great. I got a lot of compliments because I felt confident and the clothes that I had really fit me well and reflected my personality. So there you go. So let's go over that again. I felt great in what I was wearing because why? Because the clothes that I had fit me really well and reflected my personality. When you're shopping and you don't know what types of things reflect your personality, you have to do a little bit of research to figure out what you like and the vibe you want to give off. So if you don't know how to do that, you should call me. That goes without saying. I do want to say that as I am still in New York and will be for the next couple of weeks, I have been booking quite a few clients. I mean, yay me. I have a college senior. I have two women execs and I have a man coming up. So that's very exciting. I mean, stay tuned for that. I'm super pumped about it. All very different people 
with the exact same problem. Fashion and style is hard for them. It's too much work and they don't know where to start. So they called me. Yay! Really, really good on them. I mean, honestly, it takes a lot of guts to admit that you need help with something that you're not familiar with. And then you reach out to the experts. In that case, that would be me. I'm excited to work with each person and we'll try to do some befores and afters so you can see and go along the journey with us as they rediscover themselves and discover their new styles. How amazing is that? Loving that journey for them. Speaking of befores and afters, Miss Jessica Kufferman of She Podcasts had a big event at this convention, which I helped her dress for. And I mean, she did look fabulous. We have another event coming up, which is going to be her event, the She Podcast Live, which is going to be in mid-October, and I will be styling her for that. That's in Scottsdale, Arizona. And for that convention, we are going to be broadcasting live and recording because I'm going to her house next week. We are going to be taking pictures. We're going to be doing video. We're going to be cleaning out her closet. So stay tuned for that because this is going to be an episode that you do not want to miss. She is fun, funny, and a hot mess all rolled up into one. But don't worry, boo. The Holly train is about to roll in on that one. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to be ripping her a new one, pumping her up, building her up. Jessica's got great style. She just needs a little help. It's all good. So um, we're going to work that out next week. And also, I do want to say another reason why my outfits were so successful at the convention is because I did not overpack. I was not confused with a lot of choices because I already decided what I was going to wear each day and night. So I did not have a choice to like screw that up. I had to go with what I packed. And the most major packing mistake that most people make is just packing too much. Also, I wanted to add that at the party the very last night that I was there, the last thing that I had to wear was my solid white Alexander McQueen dress. And I was so worried about it. I was going to wear something else that I'd worn previously that week, but I decided not to. I decided that, you know what? I'm going to be an adult and I'm not going to spill shit all over my white dress. So there you go. I went to the party successfully with Questlove DJing. I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, this is a party sponsored by iHeartRadio and what an amazing DJ he is. Holy shnikes. I mean, how fun was that? If you do not know who Questlove is, he is the leading frontman and the drummer for the band The Roots, which is also amazing. We danced the whole night, and I will say I was wearing my new St. Laurent lip shoes, and wow, did I have blisters. Holy shitballs. Yeah, my feet were hurting, but I look good, so there you go. And I tried not to get sweaty in that white dress, so my shoes... Did not let me like dance to full capacity as I would have been if I was wearing flats. So that was kind of good. So I was only schwitzing a little bit. Anyway, Questlove was there. If you check out my stories, you'll see that I took a lot of videos. So that was amazing. We danced the whole night. I had an amazing time. I did not get spilled on or I did not spill anything on myself. So mazel tov to me. Posted pictures of what I wore each day at the convention. So if you cannot remember, go back to my Instagram feed and you will see as I took outfit of the day pics every day, just like clockwork, because duh, I wanted everyone to see what I was wearing. So back to the convention. I will tell you this, that this was a very casual environment. So I did not expect to see any life-changing outfits. However, 
in actuality, I did see some people that did stick out to me that were dressed pretty damn fabulous. I mean, for example, my new besties, Erica and Jamila from the podcast, Good Moms, Bad Choices. I mean, I am not afraid to admit I am totally in love with them. I mean, they have a cannabis and sexuality podcast where they talk about all things that they need to make them better moms, like sex and weed. All righty then. I love them and went to their breakout session. I mean, I literally stopped them in their tracks and talked to them about their clothes because they looked so great. And of course, they were from LA. So obvi, they were super fashionable. We hit it off immediately. Love them. I also stopped this really cute girl. Her name was Pavlina. Her podcast is If God Had a Podcast. And I'm telling you, she looked so great. I went up to her and I talked to her about her outfit. And then we became good friends. And then... We hung out together for a little bit. So loved meeting her and seeing her. And of course, we talked about fashion and clothes. Duh. So we were instant friends. I loved meeting her. And I will say that most of the men were wearing just the standard jeans and t-shirts. Nothing to write home about. Even when Mark Cuban came on to talk about his new tech company. If you don't know who Mark Cuban is, he is on Shark Tank. I'm not going to lie. I was a little appalled by what he was wearing. I know that when you're a billionaire, you're not trying to impress anybody. I mean, I totally get it. However, he literally had on an Under Armour short sleeve dry fit shirt, some fucking dad jeans, and some running shoes with white socks. And the only reason I knew he had on white socks is because I was sitting very close to the front and he had his legs crossed. Like, really, boo? Okay, I don't expect you to wear a suit, but do you have to wear fucking Under Armour? Like with the logo, like what are you in between workouts? I I don't know. I'm just saying. He did have a partner, this woman from Google, and she was actually dressed great. She looked really cute. She was very stylish. I don't know what happened there, but maybe he was going to work out afterwards. I don't know. I just was in shock how terrible and old he was dressed. Jill Scott was there, the musician. She is, ugh. Her just listening to her voice is like so calming. Her energy is so amazing. She is part of this black podcasting network with Charlemagne the God, and he is a comedian. Charlemagne had on streetwear, but he literally had on a cohesive look, like a look. He had track pants with a matching jacket and like cool sneakers. Like he looked great. And Jill Scott looked great. She had on a really pretty dress. She looked like she was going to speak in front of an audience. She looked dressed. Charlene looked dressed, as did everyone else, mostly, who spoke on stage. The guy from Entrepreneurs on Fire, his name is John Dumas, I think. He looked great. I mean, again, these people aren't dressed up, but they got dressed, is my point. Loved going to the conference. I have been booked on a few other people's shows, and I'm really excited about that. So please stay tuned for details about that. That's going to be fabulous. I'm going to conclude with the fashion crimes that I did indeed see, which I would like to report were not from the convention, but they were people that I saw at the airport, the Nashville airport. And don't worry, I have pictures of all these people. The first woman that I saw, I saw her in the Delta Lounge, and I just had to do a double take because she was an older woman, fine. Her body was not super slim, not super overweight or anything like that. But I would say she was like mid-range. But she clearly did not have any undergarments helping her under her outfit is the point that I'm getting to because her dress was jersey, which is kind of like t-shirt fabric. And 
half of it was blue. The top, I'm sorry, I'm so verklempt over this. Okay, it was blue and white stars on half, and the other on the bottom, it was red and white striped. So it was blue stars and white stars on the bottom, and then her top was red and white striped. It definitely looked like a dissected American flag that she, like, wrapped around her. And then she had on a matching American flag scarf. Now, again, let me preface this by saying there's nothing wrong about showing pride for being American, especially in your wardrobe. If that's your jam, that's fine. It just looked like something that she should have worn on the 4th of July. It wasn't the 4th of July, so I just don't know what the confusion was there. Maybe she's just really patriotic. Maybe she just wanted to show her American pride. That's fine. I just wasn't sure what was going on there. I mean, Avi, and let's just say her dress was not subtle. I noticed her right away. Let's just say that. The second person I saw in line, this was a younger girl. I would definitely say probably in her 20s, but she literally looked like she rolled out of bed. And we've had this pajama pant discussion before with people wearing pajama pants, trying to pass that off as like real fucking clothes. But let me just set the stage for you. She had on pants that were like crepe, but they looked like pajama pants, but I could tell they were different fabric. Then she had on a hoodie and then she had on bedroom shoes, like not even cute ones that could pass for real shoes, but like straight up house shoes. I don't know what they were, like fleece on the top and they had rubber bottoms that you just slide your foot in. And then she had on a toque, like, you know, like a knit hat that you pull over your ears. And I just don't know if she's like colorblind or if she's just that fucking lazy because she was holding hands with her boyfriend and I get or whatever. And he was like kind of cute. But wow. Again, this is just beyond someone wearing pajama pants. And like a regular shirt trying to pass them off as pants. Like, this is way beyond that. This is straight up. She, maybe her house is on fire and she ran out. I don't know. I mean, homegirl, she just looked like she was just super confused about what to wear in public. Maybe she was going on an international flight and maybe she wanted to wear her pajamas and maybe she was really cold. I will say that it was in Nashville in the dead summer, like last week. So it wasn't cold, but whatever. We'll unpack that later. I was a little concerned for her. My friend and I, who always talk about fashion and fashion crimes, we always say, look, if your house is on fire, what is your go-to? What is the outfit you're going to put on to run out of the house? Is it pajamas, pants? No, it's not. I'm probably going to throw on some jeans and a t-shirt, bra, no bra, probably not. Depends how much the house is really on fire. Grab some tennis shoes and run. I'm not going to grab my pajama pants. That's just me, but whatever, queen. I mean, I I was just confused by her, but okay. So the next person I saw was someone that I really honestly, like in the core of my soul, I was not mad at her because she did have a look going on. But okay, it kind of looked like she came from a festival. I don't know what kind of festival she came from. And she didn't change her outfit before she got on the plane. It looked like she came right from the party to the airport. She had on, and I'm looking at this picture right now. And this woman, she's got like a good shape, good figure. And she had on a striped t-shirt with this giant beaded necklace. Like it looked like some African work of art. Beautiful. Actually, it was a really pretty beaded necklace, but it went from the bottom of her neck all the way down to her waist. Like that's how big it was. And then she had on a brown, literally like dirt brown, shit brown cardigan sweater with this tie-dye floral looking skirt with a matching brown 
fanny pack. And it wasn't like a small one, like a cute one, because like they are back in style again. But this was like a straight up canvas one, like from the 90s. And then she had on matching brown knee socks, not like mid-calf, like straight up to her knees and these floral looking like Ked tennis shoes. And then she had on, it looked like a police cap or like a captain's hat, but it was completely bedazzled. I mean, like rhinestones, like it was bright. You couldn't not notice her. And now the reason I'm not mad at her is because she worked hard on this look. I'm not going to lie. I mean, she worked hard on this and everything did go together, but it was just a little fucking wackadoodle for the Nashville TSA line. But all right. That was just my only complaint about her. I couldn't decide if I loved her or if I hated her, but I just thought that she was unusual and I did appreciate her being eccentric. I did get that, but we could have worked that outfit out a little bit better. But, you know, again, I noticed her and she was definitely podcast worthy. So I wanted, you know, with her knee socks, you know, all right, queen, I hope she wasn't hot. This is a fucking dead ass summer, but whatever. The last person was not someone who was dressed badly. I mean, he was, let's be honest, but. This was a kid, like probably someone in his mid-20s. What I did not understand, he had on sweats, whatever, I'm I'm past that. But he had on a full-on blanket with him. It wasn't a bedspread, but it was like a blanket you put on your bed underneath your bedspread. Like a fucking huge-ass king-size blanket. And not like a blanket that you could like shove in your backsack if you get cold or something to throw on your lap. This was like a straight up big ass blanket. I just don't understand why someone would carry a blanket that large through security because he was holding it and it was like taking up his whole chest. He was going through security. I was like, are you planning on spending the night at the airport, like on the floor? Do you not have somewhere to sleep? I was just concerned for him that he didn't have anywhere to go or maybe that's just why he bought this giant blanket because maybe he's like, well, fuck it. My flight's already delayed and I'm not paying for a hotel room. So I'm just going to go spend the night on the floor. I don't know. Maybe he was cold too. I don't know. But that was just a little bit unusual for me. But, you know, those are the fashion crimes that I did see. And, you know, it was a little scary. I'm not gonna lie, but I lived and, and I worked it out. I loved and I always enjoy my favorite thing to do is to sit in the airport and people watch because people are dressed so terribly or they look great or they look completely normal and fine. But I've always wanted to do, since I started my styling business, I've always wanted to set up an airport booth, like one of those kiosks, like next to the information booth and give out free fashion advice because damn it, people need that, especially in the airport. All righty then, let's reconvene next week while I will be at the podcasting queen's home of Miss Jessica Kupferman going through her shit throwing it away, keeping the best of the best, making her look like a freaking supermodel and uncovering the beauty queen that she is while really ripping her a new one because it's all right. We've all been there and we're going to go shopping. We're going to be throwing out her clothes. We'll be keeping her clothes. We'll be donating some of her stuff. It's going to be great. And, you know, we're going to be broadcasting live from there. Like I said before, We're going to be recording from her house. We're going to be taking a lot of video and taking pictures. It's going to be super fun. I mean, it's a big job. I mean, I've got, you know, my work sweats ready. I've got my sneakers ready. I got my work clothes out. I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good things in the world, people. And I just wanted to leave by saying, I want to know what you guys want to hear. Send me a message in my Instagram account, or you can put it on Fashion Crimes Podcast 
whichever you want, or my personal styling account, which is Holly Cat Styling. Tell me what you want to hear. What do you want to hear? Do you want to hear more interviews from designers? Do you want to hear about local designers? Tell me where you live. I will look up local designers in your area so we can interview some people. Do you want to hear about fashion, clothes, and style? What's trending? Do you want to hear more about makeup and jewelry and beauty advice? I mean, do you want more styling tips? Send me a message. Send me an email. Let me know what you're most interested in and you know what you want to listen to and what you'd like to hear about. Do you want to hear about some of my past clients and their experience about working with me? And, and maybe you're thinking about getting a stylist or not. I mean, just let me know what you're thinking about and what you'd like to hear more of. I really want to make this podcast about what you want to hear. You can also email me at holly at hollycatstyling.com or holly at fashioncrimespodcast.com. I have plenty of social media. Jesus Christ, if I was in the witness protection program, I'd be totally screwed. Find me, email me, snail mail. Let me know how you're doing, how I can help you. I want this podcast to be here to serve you, the customer, and what you want and what you need. I want to turn you into a fashion maven if that's what you're looking for. So, I want to inspire you about fashion and style. Let me be your fashion Yoda. You know, I have been called the dating Yoda. And I will say this, I have created a marriage. I create marriages. Did you know that? Did you know that through fashion and style, if you're single, you never know who you're going to meet. You might meet your husband. You don't know. I met a woman in my neighborhood. I love her dearly. She's my dear friend now. She was single. She didn't have any kids, blah, blah, blah. We got into the whole story. And because I'm so nosy in the most loving way possible, I said, this is what you need to do. You need to come to my house. We're going to get you online. I'm going to take your picture. I'm going to work on your profile. And damn it, we're going to get you some dates. And that's exactly what she did. She started getting messages right there. And we were on it together. She started seeing this guy. I didn't hear from her. I would say like about two months, three months, I walked past her house And damn it, there was not a for sale sign in her front yard. I texted her and I said, I see there's a for sale sign in your yard. What's happening? She goes, oh yeah, remember so-and-so from whatever site? I'm keeping everything anonymous. Yeah, we're moving in together. I was like, "Uh, loving this journey for you. This is amazing. She then became a client. I helped her with her wardrobe. Damn if I did not get a wedding invitation in the mail. Damn if she's not getting married at the end of this year. You're welcome, queen. That's all I have to say. I have been known as the dating Yoda. I have been known to create marriages. So just try me. You know anybody who's single? Let me know. I can hook them up. Never know, again, who you're going to meet. People have a few seconds to make a judgment about you. Why not be the best judgment possible? Why not look fabulous? I mean, amazing. This has been Fashion Crimes Podcast. I hope you have the most fashionable and amazing day. If you have a fashion crime to report, hit me up. This is important. Hit me up. Let me know. I get a weekly morning phone call from one of my besties who is always in the field reporting fashion crimes for me. That goes along with me. I appreciate that. Okay. I need content. I need to know what's going out there because I got to know what crimes I got to stop. And if you see something, submit it to me and I'll put it on the podcast. How fun is that going to be? And don't worry, everyone's face is blacked out. No one's going to see anyone's face. But, you know, if I can't be authentic, As I've learned from my besties, 
all these podcast people. I got to be authentic to me and I got to stop the fashion crimes in the world. That's what I've been put here for. Please download, subscribe, share, review this podcast. Let me know what you think. Love to hear your feedback about what you want to hear. This has been incredible, amazing, so fun. My first solo episode. Yay me. This has been Fashion Crimes Podcast and I am out.